0: And welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show Season 3 Podcast I am so excited to be back And it has been such an amazing, what, week and a half And before we begin, I really want to say first and foremost Thank you so much, so much, so much To Yannick for being a part of the Jameer Smith Show platform last week Being able to learn so much more about this amazing man What he has done in the industry of dance and really young boys and girls looking up to him and seeing and saying oh my gosh i can be that i can achieve that i really want to thank you i salute you for being a part of the alvin ailey the company and really just setting a footprint in this industry for future leaders like yourself we thank you we love you and everyone please make sure you check out that last episode that we did So again I wanted to come back with just me this week because you guys have sent so many questions and I really wanted to continue to try and answer as many questions as I can and I really want to say thank you so much for all the questions that you guys are sending to me to get to know me to understand really the platform and just to get to know me as a person so I am actually in LA been in la for the last week week and a half and i have to say this time in los angeles has been an absolutely amazing experience as we all know we are living through COVID still and um you know full transparency i did get the pfizer shot i am waiting on my second one in the next few days and um you know no side effects i i, I feel great and so hopefully everyone is really of course one wearing their masks, taking care of themselves but two you know looking at the numbers to see how many people have already gone ahead and gotten their you know first vaccination you know stay focused stay the course you know my family they went and got pfizer as well and they're great their second dose so you know shout out to everyone that's really of course taking this seriously and um I had to come to L.A. to just get away. Los Angeles, for me, has always been, like, that place that I could just let my hair down. I don't really have any hair, guys. But really just let my hair down and just enjoy the city. And, um, you know, I was here probably a few months ago. And I think, you know, now coming back, while some things, of course, are a little bit more open and, you know, they're really kind of opening up more of the... Museums and the exhibits, you know, I, I had to come back, but for this one reason. I was invited to the Gucci Osteria. And if you do not know what that is, and if you follow me on social media, this morning I went ahead and released a YouTube video of just my experience of the moment. And everyone knows that I love Gucci, you know, I love Dapper Dan and of course his collaborations that he has done with the collection and really just to see how they have transitioned the entire collection. My gosh, the restaurant. Gucci has a restaurant. And I remember I saw it on social media probably a few days ago as I was here in LA and it is located in Beverly Hills. Not only Is the restaurant itself an experience? I want to just start at the beginning. As you're going down Rodeo and you... You see this amazing Gucci store... And of course, it is amongst every other designer, from Tom Ford to the brand new Chanel to Saks, um, the the beautiful Louis Vuitton that's right on the corner. And I will say say that I love Beverly Hills so much because it is very chic, and you know you get to see a little bit of everyone out in Beverly Hills. But I have to say, entering into the restaurant, everything is draped in Gucci, from the wallpaper to the furniture. And once you get off of the elevator. It's just an experience of love of people who love what they do. That's really how I can sum it up. You know, from the manager spark, he took care of me. The chef came out and, you know, really asked my opinion about, you know, the food and the experience and any questions that I had to even all of the servers. The servers were just on it. When I tell you Everyone loved the moment. It was so great to see many people that were there like me for the first time, families and and people that were out on birthday events. You know, it is definitely a moment in Beverly Hills that if you are in L.A., get a reservation and just experience the food. You know, I had the burger with the fries and, um, you know, a homemade lemonade and oh, to a T, you know, it's it's just a whole experience. If you think about McDonald's Big Mac, you know, it comes in this bright pink Gucci Big Mac box. And the burger was just out of this world delicious. The fries were just dipped in heaven. And they came out with all of these different sauces. And, you know, for me, it's about the service. It's always about the relationships that you build and i built some really strong relationships in that moment that experience will always be in my my heart uh, for a lifetime and if you are in la you know please make sure you check out the restaurant and if you are visiting let that be on a destination you know the gucci osteria is in beverly hills of course directly beside the gucci store and, you know, it was definitely a moment. So, of course, that's one of the reasons why I was in L.A. But then, of course, I wanted to just, you know, be amongst a lot of people that I know that are just doing some some great things. And I'm super excited to talk to you guys, you know, in the next few episodes about some projects that I'm working on, some collaborations that I am a part of. But in addition to just seeing others win, you know, a friend of mine said something the other day. You know, when one of us wins, we all win. And I remember Issa Rae always saying that, you know, if one black person wins, we all win. And that's really what I am doing right now is just meeting the right people, trying to make sure that I am doing everything in my power to stay focused, to to ask the right questions, to surround and align myself with the right people And to always be mature in all of the situations that you really put yourself in. So thank you, LA, for your love always. And I will, of course, be back. All right. So as we get into the show, I want to first off say thank you again to all of you guys for all of the questions for the last few months that you guys have been, you know, giving me uh, at Jameer Smith. One at gmail.com to Jameer underscore Smith at Instagram and also at the Jameer Smith Show at gmail.com. Continue, continue, continue sending me your questions. I love you. And we're gonna hop right into it. So one of the first questions is what is your all-time favorite movie that you have seen a million times? Um, of course everyone that knows me knows I'm gonna go straight to this one movie, of course, it's The Bodyguard. And not only because I love Whitney Houston, but because that movie embodied her as an actress. It is literally her playing that role. But I remember they did an interview with Whitney Houston and she was saying, you know, that cannot be me. This movie is Rachel Marin. If this movie was Whitney Houston, you only got to tell me once and I'm out of there. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just love the bodyguard and what it stands for, the music, the costumes, you know, the homes. It's just everything about that movie was just over-the-top, extra, very Whitney Houston. So, of course, it's definitely a movie that I've seen a million, a million times. Uh, next question is, what do you, what did you want your job to be when you were a kid? I've said this before on the show, but I remember... Um, and one of my best friends, she constantly lets me know that I need to come out with a magazine... I remember when WordUp and WriteOn and Vibe were, like, at the top of their game, and I was cutting out different articles and pictures, and I was making my own magazine. I don't even remember the name that I came out with with, you know, my own magazine, but I remember just being super excited and showing my friends like hey this is something i put together and this is like some of the highlights and some of the top news and the gossip that's happening in the world and i was just so excited so i kind of thought that i wanted to be like a magazine editor so who knows there might be something in the works um next question is if you could go on vacation anywhere in the world and money was not an issue jeez i wish money was never an issue <laughs> where would you go Paris, Paris, Paris. I'm super predictable, you know. I mean, of course, I am spending my days every single day. I believe I'm at day 416 of learning French. And I've had a couple of opportunities to visit Paris. And I think it's just the culture, the food, the energy, the love of the city, the music, the fashion the language, you know, being in Paris, I just felt at home, and I feel at home, and um, of course, if money was not an issue, I would probably purchase a flat in Paris, and let that really just be my second home, you know, probably find a job at the Elysees, and um, oh man, like, Paris itself is just a vibe, so absolutely, Next question is, um, what would you do <laughs> if I won the lottery? So, shout out to my father, because he consistently gets a lot, a couple of lottery tickets a week, but, um, I believe if I won the lottery, I would, you know, of course, give money back to my parents, um, probably buy them another dream home, I feel like they're in their dream home, but, you know, they probably always had, like, a quote-unquote dream home, um, And I would travel. I would, of course, invest in my business into the Jameer Smith show and into the brand. Um, That's a given. But I think also travel, travel the world. As I always say, it's about building relationships. Who do you meet in your life? Who do you encounter in this thing we call life And, and who makes an impact And I believe being able to travel to different states, to different countries, you meet so many different people. And that's what I would absolutely do. Next question is, what do you do and how do you relax after a stressful day? Sleep. (laughs) One thing about me and... I sleep like a baby. When I tell you, like, nothing bothers me, I can close these good old eyes and be sleep like a baby. But I believe probably after a stressful day, I think now I I I journal, you know? I do the show because there's so many things that I, I think about and moments that have affected me that I would want you guys to know about and, of course, just express those moments. And so, yeah, um, blog and, and really just <sighs> close my eyes and meditate and sleep. So, absolutely. Uh, who is your role model? So, I believe for me, I don't just have one role model. Um, you know, I've had a lot of mentors in my life. Um, you know, I, I called my mom the other day and I, I told her, I, I said, thank you for being a great mom. You know, I I texted my dad the other day and was like, just thank you for you being you. So, of course, I'm going to start with them and, and my aunt for being just amazing role models, for setting the bar high as just people. But I think in addition to, you know, I look at role models as people that have just made impacts in my life and also people that are doing fantastic things that I would like to, you know, either emulate and do better and or, you know, people that have challenged me, those are role models. Those are people that are really doing some great things that you could be doing as well. And how do you get to know and learn more? So absolutely, absolutely. Uh, start with my parents. And you know, when I think about celebrities and, and I know that's probably the answer that you guys wanted, um, you know, I, I think of, you you know, the typical Beyonce Jay Z, on how they've really made an impact on the culture. I think about the, um, I was watching the NAACP awards the other day and I have to say shout out to LeBron James. He's a huge role model because not only is he an absolutely amazing basketball uh, player, I think, you know, as he was talking about his school and how he's been giving away scholarships and, you know, helping... People just get through life and then also rolling out, you know, a a voter, you know, information campaign like those are things that you think about as celebrities on how they want, you know, to sustain their brand. That's how you do it. You know, it's about how do you continue to drive, you know, your namesake. But in addition to how do you also help people? So absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see, Uh, what have you done that you're most proud of this show? You know, I have aligned myself with an amazing brand manager. Um, You know, I've done a lot of great interviews with a few magazines. And that is because I am proud of the trajectory of this show, how it is an amazing lifestyle brand that helps introduce or continue the conversation of Whether you're a musician, an artist, a creative, whether you're a mom or dad that's experiencing life, whether you are a doctor or a teacher that comes on the show and we talk about, you know, how to get through COVID and what does that conversation look like. You know, that's what I wanted and want this show to be about. And I'm so happy. And that's what I'm very happy about, actually. So, yeah, that's what I'm definitely most proud of. Um... What's the scariest thing you've ever done? Of this show, <laughs> you know, there's something I, I saw on uh, social media the other day, and this is probably, you know, uh, a joke, haha. But we always talk talk about content, 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 and it's about how do you always try and drive content, how do you build content, how do you record content, and the scariest thing is. Do you ever have enough content? You know, when do you ever really make enough content? Unless you're like the legends, like, you know, Prince or, you know, your Drakes and people that just have, you know, vaults and vaults of content to just, you know, release. And I think that's what I strive to do is like, how do you continue to create enough content that you can have an opportunity to relax? But I think, is there ever an opportunity to relax? Because wherever you go, things that you're doing, that's always content. But I think also being able to turn it off, because I think that's the scary part about it, is that sometimes you do have to remove yourself from these situations and live in the moments, live in these times that you can just be present, And I remember, listen, I've had friends and even relationships of people to say, you know, put the phone down, you know, live in this moment. Let's breathe in this moment and be. And so that's that's very scary because you also think, oh, my gosh, but I may miss something. And you just have to make a, a very conscious and smart decision on what's most and more important. And I think one, of course, living in the moment with people, those are opportunities that you can never get back. But I think also being transparent with people to know, listen, this is my brand. I am building this brand. I'm trying to sustain this brand. So respectfully, I have to make sure that I am still capturing certain moments. But I think also me as a person, I have to respect the moments that I am in with those people, too. So um, next question. Wow, that was deep, guys. Um <laughs> Which show could I binge watch more than once? Um, Shits Creek. I love Shits Creek. Um, it, I remember I, I started it in D.C. when the pandemic started. And I just could not stop. And I remember, you know, even working in Atlanta, watching it again, you know, even from the beginning. So, I love everything. David! You know, it's just... <laughs> Anyone that's a Creek fan Knows what I mean by that You know, it's just one of those shows That is addictive and it's funny And the casting was phenomenal So, yeah Um, let's see What's your biggest pet peeve about dating? Whoa You guys got a little personal Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, dating, dating, dating Let's see I believe I have a few pet peeves. Um, Whenever consistency is not being fulfilled, and when I say consistency, meaning conversation, um, you know, how do you continue to get to know someone? Because relationships, I hate to always say this, but it's like a job. You have to put in work, and that work sometimes... You know, people are looking for those microwavable situationships. And I think that's where you kind of shoot yourself in the foot because you're just like, oh, did I do the work to really get to know this person or, you know, what am I doing here? So I believe, you know, consistency is a pet peeve of mine of making sure that you stay consistent. But I think also being innovative, is a huge pet peeve of mine, because I think whenever you're not creative on your own side I would love to know what makes you happy what do you enjoy doing and not just everything that jameer likes to do yeah those are a couple of pet peeves of mine um would you rather all own a dog or a cat for the rest of your uh a dog and no explanation needed uh what's your favorite candy or treat as a kid i'm not even gonna say as a kid as a grown-up and again, you guys know I'm from Bull City I'm from Durham, North Carolina So you can give me a Reese's cup Put that thing in the mic, uh, the um, refrigerator Get it cold O-M-G I'm in heaven Heaven, heaven, heaven Um, let's see What food would you never eat? Um, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Thai food yeah like a lot of my friends love Thai food, and I've tried it a couple of times. It's just maybe I'm just not getting the right thing, but yeah, I'm okay without having Thai food. uh, what do you think your best oh, all <laughs> physical feature is? I think I have multiple. I will say the shape of my eyes um my lips are an amazing physical feature, uh definitely my teeth because I love to smile. I'm smizing these days with my mask and um uh, that's probably about it yeah those are things that definitely stand out for me and I've heard from others I think y'all like that a little bit (laughs) uh give what are wait what what are three words that I would use to describe myself creative ambitious determined. Yeah. What's the nicest thing you've ever done for a woman? Um Wow. I've done so many nice things. Um let's see. Probably I think about probably for my mom. I remember um printing off photos of her as a, as a kid putting together like this beautiful collage um I I think it was like for Christmas and then I also like bought her some clothes and I wanted to like dress her for work and I think that was such an amazing moment for me because it was like it was it was different that I'm a younger kid buying my mom you know dress clothes and she's just like you know modeling them around the house during Christmas and that was a very special moment i think it was absolutely beautiful and even seeing the collage together she got super emotional so yeah that's definitely one of the nicest things that i've done um let's see uh what is one thing that will always make me angry directions i have no idea why directions make me so mad but if you're giving me wrong directions or, you know, and time also, so I'll put, like, directions hyphen time, <laughs> you know, I, I have a pet peeve of directions. Like, do you not know where you live? Or do you not know where you are? And if it's, like, the wrong directions, I will leave immediately and go back to my house. But I think also... um, you know, I believe in never wasting anyone's time. And do not waste mine either. So, you know, I, I believe in transparency. And, um, you know, if this is the wrong time for you or if you're doing something that we need to reschedule, say that. Do that. It's okay, guys. I, you know, I you have to be able just to live life with transparency and just tell people, like, hey... Let's reschedule. I have something that was already planned, you know, X Y Z X Y Z. So, um, let's see. Would you describe yourself as more of an as an introvert or extrovert? Have you guys not listened to the show? <laughs> Definitely. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me take that back. So, I believe I'm very much an extrovert. Um, there are many times though when I'm home and I'm it is just me, and as I was saying earlier, as just like you know how do I kind of get away I'm very much an introvert because I like silence and quiet and you know especially if I'm reading and I'm journaling you know doing the show I like silence and like I like to be I don't like to think a lot and I just like to let things kind of just move the way that they move so very much in between both but you know the percentage of extrovert is definitely there um let's see What's the last time... Wait, what? What's the last thing, I'm sorry, that made you cry? I was on the flight. (laughs) Coming to L.A. And I was watching uh, Mulan. And I think it was right at the end of the movie. Sorry. uh, Spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen the movie. And when they wanted to offer her a position in the general... Um, and I'm sorry in the army as the general and she had to decline because she felt that she needed to go home and really make an amends to her family because she kind of just like left and wanted to fight in the army you know to help you know uh, the people of the villages and whatever whatever and it was so sentimental because it was just like i don't know why if i was just emotional maybe because i was in the air and i was tight i don't know but i cried and it was just like to see this woman you know having to be a man in the army so she can fight and then she was able to be herself and for her to just get the respect from the entire team and also give this woman who was deserving of it a position to help coach and train the other men that came after her it was like out of this world phenomenal and i just got emotional (laughs) uh let's see a couple of last questions um how did i meet my best friends that's a long story um i have about five best friends um kind of scattered a lot in atlanta and some in DC, and I've just really met them over time, whether it was through other friends, or I, th- I believe I was out at a dinner one time and connected with one of my other best friends, and we were just like inseparable. Um, it's so crazy because sometimes I even forget how we met, and like, let's say 15, 20 years later, we're still besties. So, yeah, yeah. oh god the stories the stories um let's see what question do you always ask on a first date are you dating someone (laughs) absolutely i always would like to know i need to know because if you oh you know what And the other question i think i sometimes ask if you're not dating someone when's the last time you got out of a relationship And it's funny, I just had this conversation, um, I think what, yesterday, with a really good friend of mine, and I I told him, I said, you know, you owe it to yourself and the people that you converse with and meet if you're trying to get to know them and you have not really been out of the dating scene for a while, that's not fair for you. In addition to, it's definitely not fair for them because they don't really get get a full authentic self of you you know you need time to heal and they need time to to really get to know you as a person and I you know I feel like sometimes we always like to put this band-aid on this wound that's not fully healed and you need time to heal you're a human being you know I I don't care if you've been with someone for five days or five years if there was a connection and mentally physically emotionally you were there with those people guess what you deserve that time to heal. So, those are definitely questions that I asked. Um, last few questions. Wow. Y'all guys, these are too many questions. Um, mm, 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 trying to get some really good ones. What is something you would never spend money on? Um, wow. Probably... <laughs> I'm trying to think. Probably Oh, this is easy. Alcohol. Yay, because I don't drink. That was an easy answer. Yeah, I, I have never drank or smoked before. So yeah, I would probably never spend my money on alcohol because I don't get anything from it. So here we are. Do you like oh, guys I've answered this question before? Do you like winter or summer more? Winter because you dress cuter. Um have you ever had a crush on someone who did not like you back? Uh of course I'm human. Uh when did you know it was time for someone to meet your family? actually no one has ever met my family and I believe that where I am right now in my life that unless it is someone that's super super special to me and we've really made a great opportunity with each other on what's you know our future then sure you know I definitely would not mind you know someone meeting my mom and dad but it would have to be someone that's super serious about you know our future Uh, Last two questions. If you could learn one new skill right now, what would it be? I would love to continue to learn how to vlog and record, you know, things differently and, and really just learn how to produce things on my own. You know, I believe that you should be a one pony show at times, even though you hire the right people and surround and align yourself with the right team. You need to learn to do things alone and being able to run your own business is what's phenomenal and learning how to do everything on your own you can sit in your own room and build your own brand and know how to do it on your own and still be successful so absolutely and last question what's a great question what's a great question let's see uh I'm trying to give you an amazing question for the last uh, let's see what is your favorite part of every day I believe my favorite part of every day is whenever the day is over and I get to just be in my vibe in my zone of just honoring and thanking and being at a place that I can just say thank you to the higher power, when I'm at a time that I can journal, when I can do this show and, and really talk to you guys about life and what's next for me, but also get to know what's happening with you guys. That's what's super special for me. But I think in addition to my favorite time is just my me time, where I have all the lights off, no you know, communication, you know, I've already reached out to all of my family and friends and just being in the moment with myself of just self-reflection of prayer and a um, planning, because I think that's exactly what we have to do in these moments. You've got to continue to plan for what's next for your future. You've got to be able to align yourself, as I always say, with the right people. And lastly, you have to always build these relationships Because that's where the opportunities lie Absolutely So, guys, thank you so, so, so much I mean, of course, I'm gonna constantly do these shows For you guys, you know, with me only And, you know, I'm so happy That I'm interviewing a political commentator um, In the next few weeks To talk about, you know, voter suppression As well as uh, What's happening in Georgia And um, the, the George Floyd case And really just staying aligned with what's happening in the world so i'm so happy to interview um this amazing voice that's in dc right now and um i thank you guys so much for being a part of you know this platform with me for giving me the shout outs for for sending me you know the messages that you guys constantly send me about what's next and 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 just hearing my story So I appreciate you always. I thank you always. And again, as we always say on the show, stay positive, but always stay creative. Until next time, thank you guys so much for listening.